No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to the Mother Hips? Out of a rainbow? That you got at Electric Fish Lights? You can. You will. You should. You must. Go to (laughs) electricfishlights.com and check out the wonderful, magical, and mystical creations that Electric Fish Lights is putting together just for you. They are using IQ technology. That stands for interlocking quadrilaterals. And... It's a system of 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you put those shapes together, the combinations are endless. You could make a rainbow. You could make a butterfly. You could make a dancing bear. You could make a rose, um, a monkey. I don't know. You are the one that has to figure that out. And all the lights come with a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on bulb, a hardware kit to hang the light, a 12-foot cord, all this awesome stuff and you can upgrade to a color changing bulb or a bluetooth bulb so what you do is you go to electricfishlights.com you tell them what you want them to build for you they put it all together they build it they send it to you and they're going to give you 10 percent off when you put in the promo code nsr when you check out so take care of your lighting in your house don't just like have boring fucking lights you need to have something dope because you're dope so go to electricfishlights.com yeah we're a podcast And yeah, we have sponsors, but you know what? We have a sponsor that gives you a discount on cannabis. What? Premium cannabis. What what kind of place gives us a discount on cannabis? Apple, help us out. That would be Define Premium Cannabis. We have two locations up here in the Portland area, one in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove. And if you come in and visit us at either location, you make sure to tell us that you are a listener yeah, man, of the show. Yeah, man. Don't go in there and blow it. Yeah. Yeah. Come in and announce you're a listener of the show. We will take good care of you. Apple will and give you a hug. you will get 10% off your purchase and you'll get a free t-shirt the first time. Yeah, man. You're going to get hand-trimmed premium cannabis. You're going to get tinctures, balms, bath balms, Fucking bath bombs, <laughs> salts, all kinds, all of kinds of stuff for your bath, all kinds of stuff for your skin. Then we have your smokables, your dabbables, your vapables. We have all of it. What's what's your favorite strain that's happening right now? Favorite strain right now that's in the case is glacier berries from Ooh. Virgin Leaf Cannabis in Bend. Wow. wow. What's the what's yes. the percentage? 
It, it, uh, it's right under 25, and it, it is GMO cookies crossed with Sherb Crasher. Jesus, and listen to this It's guy. like a fruity it's awesome. GMO. It's delicious. So listen, you, you just heard that, right? That's the guy that's buying the weed at this place. So when, And that's the kind of help you're going to get when you go in. Yeah, and if you didn't know what GMO cookies or whatever that is, he'll explain it to you for like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah it gets confusing. There's new stuff all the time. So if you have like an old favorite or like, I like Blue Dream, but we don't have that, I can tell you what the crosses are we do have with Blue Dream. Wow, check so that out. that's what we do. We take our time to help you take care of yourself. Yeah, go in there, tell them you're part of the family, get your 10% off, get your free t-shirt, and take care of your head. I saw all these people at the Peach Fest in a crowd, this huge crowd. It was gigantic. And they were cheering. They were standing in water. It was so cool. But you know what? What? I saw so many people with the same fucking t-shirts they wore last year when they were at concerts. Or not last year. Year before. (laughs) Two (laughs) years. You guys. Two years. Go to shoptourbus.com. Hook up your wardrobe. Get that we're fresh Because we're going tea. back to shows, man. You yeah, got to look good. You got to just. And these shirts are dope. They're not just your regular run-of-the-mill, just, you know, a steely or this or that. It's a, They're kind of cryptic. They have the song lyrics all weaved into this awesome design that they came up with. And they take this. Guess what they do? What do they do? They throw it in a one-of-a-kind box that Actually, they put they all this in. They roll it. They, yeah, they roll it. Yeah, you're right. They don't throw it in. They roll it very nicely with, very intentionally with twine, and you get all kinds of goodies. You're going to get candies, gums. You're going to get action figures. You don't know what you're going to get. Each box is just full of little doodads to make you smile and make you happy. And check this out. Every box has a one-of-a-kind, hand-designed Grateful Dead lyric on the inside, and some of you that order are going to get a Miracle Grateful Dead bootleg cassette tape in your order. So, go to shoptourbus.com, or go check out at shoptourbus on Instagram, and when you check out, put in the promo code NOSIMPLEROAD, you're going to get free shipping because you're part of our family, and you're going to look dope when somebody sees you on a stream at a festival or you get you you do that like photo bomb in somebody's picture at a show and you're going to have your cool grateful dead inspired shop tour bus t-shirt or hat or hoodie if you're somewhere cool and you're gonna feel good so go to shoptourbus.com check it out Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, 
evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. I, I guess you're in Oregon, aren't you? All the time? <laughs> for, for yeah, for, for a lot of two dates, dates and many dates. more. Hey, hey, no, no simple road family. What's up? Whoa. We're back. What you started just like that? I did. That's what happened. That's a, you, you know gotta, how you gotta you stay do. on your you toes know how in you here, do. That's Actually, I gotta stay on my button here while we record. If I was on my toes, my mic wouldn't reach. <sighs> we could okay. adjust it if you Welcome wanted to tiptoe it. Here we are. Okay, these are adjustable. You want to tiptoe it? You know how we are. We're literal around here. We're so literal. Yep. Everything we say is <laughs> perfectly literal. And we're never sarcastic. Never. I, I'm glad you guys are back. I really am. This week is really exciting as we have a member of the Mother Hips. Woohoo! The one and only Greg, Greg. Loyacono. Yay! And boy, oh boy. What a great conversation that was. It mm-hmm. was so invigorating and fun. And I just love that he said that he likes to walk with his wife to that it's healing during the pandemic. And now that we're coming out of it, you guys will these like few episodes are pandemic, right? Pandemic ish. Pandemic ish. Now that we're coming out, it's kind of nice to um, hear all that. You know, I was thinking last night as I was drifting off into slumberland, um, (laughs) I was thinking about doing interviews all through 2020 Mm -hmm. and how in the future, because this stuff lives on the internet forever, right? It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't get deleted over time. Like in the future, that's a time capsule. We created a a digital time capsule of the musical space of the jam community during the pandemic without even meaning to. No, that's big. That's huge. Yeah created an organic timeline kind of for, for us it's, it's helped us keep track of what we've done because we do that all i think everybody does that remember last year when we went to that concert I in the and commercials. Like, yeah you, when you walked into that concert last year no you didn't you didn't walk into any fucking concert last year none of us did no, but we didn't. you know what mother hips are going back on tour greg's going Heck back on yeah. tour i mean mother hips are re-releasing Every one of their, was it 30 albums? Mm-hmm. 30th on anniversary. Vinyl. All on vinyl throughout this year. Like there's, there's moving and shaking happening. There's a lot. It's, it's a, it's a, a hopeful time right now. It does it feel It feels like good, man. I have to say it feels good. It does good. not feel stagnant. It feels mm-hmm. very motion driven. And 
we're recording today on on the fourth of July. Happy birthday, Sydney! Happy birthday, we Sydney! Love you, baby, our daughter's birthday. She never listens to the show, but if she ever does, she'll listen and she'll hear us. And I want to say, of have a moment of silence for my dad. Yeah. Today is my dad's birthday, Happy and he birthday, passed Grandpa. away um, at the end of 2019. And um, this December is the second 28th. birthday without him around. And just give him a moment of silence here. That one's for you, Pop. Thanks for doing that. I love that. you. Love you, Jerry. Yep. Miss you. So, yeah, not to bring down the mood. No. <clears throat> Dad, no wouldn't, this is Dad a, wouldn't want the mood to come down at all. And then this is an incredible weekend, like that celebrating your dad, celebrating Sydney, celebrating the the birthday of America. Yeah. I mean, what better day than Independence Day for all of us to be running around without our masks on? And I personally, and well, all, all three of us have been enjoying watching uh, some of the streams posted oh, last from, night from the Peach, Peach Fest. Festival. It just, there, Thanks it's, for putting that on, Apple. It's that so amazing awesome. to see everybody up there smiling and they're just coming out the gate like full throttle. You know, I, <clears throat> all through 2020, I was saying that it was difficult for me to watch streams and I, now I, it's I, not I didn't it. like it. <laughs> and yesterday I was like, I like it. I like watching this because this is fun. <laughs> and, then, yeah. well, and it's a stream now. That, I mean, the streams through 2020, I mean, bless everybody that put music out there. Trey killing it at the beacon and everything. But there was no crowd to just hear yeah, the simple tough. crowd, to see them feeding off each other, to hear the hoot and hollers at the end hoot of a guitar holler. solo for that. That split second when there's quietness and everybody's just like, yeah, sharing that moment with anybody is so important to the whole experience of the song of the feel of it like think about this and i'm sure there's people that would love this but like if you were at the beacon with trey and that's it nobody else just you and oh, that'd him, be sick it'd be dope <laughs> but then you'd go home and you'd be like no you should well you, uh, uh, that's like, cool i mean of course like i'm saying of course it'd yeah. be a great experience but like you're the only one so what Right, you, it's that it's not the same energy. Yeah. yeah, no, you gotta that, share the musical live music experience is a participatory event event between the band, the crowd, and whatever and the third, venue and whatever third consciousness is created by the contact of those two things. Yeah, that so I the Beacon shows Beacon jams were some of the best shows I've seen in a very long time, but. It's half. We saw half the show. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's like it, a warm up. It, well, not even that. It was there was. It's like meeting a couple, and you're only meeting one of the people in the couple. Like kind of two dimensional. Yeah, it, you it's, don't get the whole. It's not the whole cup cup of tea, man. It's it's changed, and seeing the peach, it just feels so good to see the family back out and to see the smiles on the faces of the musicians and to hear like um, Les Claypool Oysterhead when they played they came out on stage they started playing for a second and then they kind of took it down a little bit and Les was like the last time I stood in front of this many people I was with these two guys because the last show that that Oysterhead or Les played was Seven with years Oysterhead 
down in San Francisco like two days before the pandemic started. So he was like, the last time I was on stage in front of this many people was with these guys. And so now this is the first time since then. And he was like, I'm not going to open a can of worms, but I just want to say that I am really grateful to be here, to be with all of you people. You don't realize what you have until it's taken away from you. And let's do this. Amen, man. That is a truth. You uh, don't realize what you have until it's taken away. And it's hard to it's hard to think that because you you're like, oh, I am grateful and I'm grateful too. But, but the, it, it doesn't matter if you're grateful or not. The feeling of something being gone is nothing that you can understand until it is gone. And you know, we haven't even really we not really, literally, we have not been to any live music of any significance since was it March of 2020 on freeze McGee. Um, was it the end of February? Yeah, it was February okay. because me and Ryder went to tool March 11th. Okay. Yeah, it was the end of February. So it was on freeze McGee and Andy Frasco at the crystal ballroom. Here was our last show. So reason I say that on January, on July 20th, no simple road is going to Hornings hideout to the Northwest String Summit Pick and Park, or Park and Pick, which it's a pod show now. It's not a drive-in thing. And um, we're going to see Yonder Mountain String Band and the infamous String Dusters. Now, pay attention. Pay attention, everybody. On the 11th of July, we're interviewing Chris Pandolfi. And in that interview with Chris at the somewhere... In yeah, the you interview. can't tell them where. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the interview, there is going to be a question that I ask. A little Easter egg. An Easter egg. So you have to listen to the interview or the conversation and pay attention and you will hear the Easter egg. Now, there's going to be a contest. You're, I'm going to put a post on Instagram announcing the contest and the person that we're going to... You have to listen to the show in yeah, order is, to find out what the little Easter egg is. And when you find out, you are going to email, email nosimpleroad at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And however many we get, we are going to randomly assign them numbers, pick one out of a hat. And, two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two. And you get to come with us to our little pod um, for that first so show back. We are giving away two add-on pod pod add-on tickets for our pod so the contest is come along with no simple road to the northwest string summit pick and park and the way that you win those those tickets is by listening to our interview with chris pandolfi that will be released on i think it's the 13th so you'll have like four or five days to get through the episode and send us the answer in the email what the easter egg is and yeah, not on Instagram. You have to be kind of around here or willing to travel. So, yeah. um, well, you, this Pacific is for Northwesters, our, yeah. um, you know, maybe Seattle, our, wherever. Our Eugene people, yeah, our Eugene. Seattle folks, our Portland. That's right. So fam. pay attention, listen up. Um, we thought it would be super fun. And yeah. uh, we're excited about this. I am. I'm really excited. I talking to the promoters and throwing around ideas. And this was actually their idea. I was just wanted to give away. A, a pod but yeah come with us to our first show yeah back. it's going in our pod <laughs> just be ready shit's gonna get weird well, but it's on that's true <laughs> it's gonna be a good night um yeah so that's happening and then the following week we're going to see 
Green Sky Bluegrass, same venue. And uh, that's going to be amazing, incredible, and wonderful. I'm, I'm really stoked that like our first shows back are on that hallowed ground. Of yeah, Morning they're in Sunday our backyard. And yeah. 20, minute, 20 minutes away from our house. And, and just there's, I'm going to be honest. Oh, you're for a lying second. For I was, every, I've been lying this up until time? this point, but oh, okay. now I'm going to be honest. Four years of lies. Here, it Here is. comes the truth. Usually oh. when people say I'm going to be honest, they're lying. I'm not lying. That so is, yeah. Attention. Or they're lying all the rest of the That's time. Yes, and this is the first so time I've they're been being fl- honest. I have to tell all you, I've been full of <laughs> shit. I'm really not into the Grateful Dead or Fish. I, I only like Boy Latvian oh. circus music. BTS? No, Latvian circus music. <laughs> and Oompa Band. You know you like K-pop. I do. K-pop is rad. <laughs> Me and Scott Metzger into Blackpink when we run. Um, seeing the peach, going to the grocery store, going to the gas station, um, going out of the house on a walk with no mask, seeing everybody at the peach with just doing their thing feels really good. And it's exciting to talk about and have stuff on the books right now. So what are you being honest I'm, about? I'm, I'm getting there. Right. Hang, stick with me. But this is all this bullshit still. Okay, he's getting, he's getting to the honest <laughs> part. This is all bullshit. Um, but through 2020, there was so many fucking disappointments that happened. One after another. And they got bigger as they went. And I have a little bit of PTSD from it. I think a lot of people do. That's that's what I'm being honest about. Like oh. I, I, have, I have a little bit of like, I'm gun shy. I'm in the back of my mind. I'm still thinking that everything's going to get canceled again and, and I'm going to be disappointed. In the See, back that, of my that's head. not what I have PTSD about. Like I don't care about the cancellation of potential. It's like the interaction with people. Oh, the social part yeah, of it. The social aspect of it is kind of where I'm have a little trepidation. Well, that's um, good that our first thing back is a pod. Yeah. Cause then you're yeah. kind of, I mean, I'm around people all the time, so I'm, it's not like I'm awkward with people, but like in that setting, you know, um, it's like riding a bike. I know it's kind of weird. Well, I got a little like, like today we're going to see just a little tribute band thing out of Edgefield and stuff. And I'm a little nervous about it for no fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> then we haven't done it in a year and yeah. a half. Really? It's like, it's kind of like, I don't know if we still know how to ride the bike. Like, like, well, I don't know if I still know how to have fun. You know, it's it, dumb. It's, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's just it's like anxiety kind of like, like mm-hmm. well, and the fear of what we've gone through in a year and a half of, of the beady eyes, scared people behind masks. Yeah. Masks are off now. It still kind of feels weird not to have it. It's I'll it, tell you kind of like looking around, like, am I being weird. judged? Who's looking at me? Yes. At Who, work, there's a, you know, there's a mix of people that are still wearing their um, masks and a mix of people that aren't. And every time I come out of the back and go into the front where the store is, I feel like, oh my God, I have, to go, I have to go put my mask yeah. on. And I'm trying to like reprogram, repro exactly reprogram my reaction, but it still happens. And so that's why I mentioned my part of PTSD because I, you know, at the shows, I love running around and like being, you are a butterfly. Yeah. Being hugged and hugging and doing. And, and so like, I just anticipate that's what it is. It's the, the anxiety of anticipation. Well, that's, if the peach is any indicator of what is, if ha- you guys don't know what he's talking about, it's the peach fest that they know if the peach Not is, is any indicator of what, how things are, 
it's just well, that's it's back east. It's and, ba- and back east and west coast have been completely yeah. different oh, during that, this whole time. You so. know what? That's something too, man. Like for all of our east coast, southern, midwestern listeners, Oregon just opened up on Wednesday, June, Wednesday. June 30th. Yeah. 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 It, it like we all the COVID restrictions and all that have been in place here up until then. So this is all new for us. So all the stuff that you guys have gone through, you know, a month ago or whatever, we're now just barely going through all of it. So it's East coast is always ahead though. They really are with their everything, time, fashion, well, and even with COVID, Music, it seemed COVID. to hit there hit first, exactly. first and yeah. came across the yeah. country. In a wave, a wave of shit. Yeah, so we're just, um, we're on our training wheels right now of getting back to, and I'm excited about today's um, little tribute at Edgefield to kind of get us like in boogie motion. And then we have a special guest visiting from back east and mm-hmm. so super excited it's, yeah it's we have a beautiful. listener flying in we have a listener flying in it's sid's birthday we're gonna see a show we're recording our intro i mean today's a really good day it everybody. is it's a good day and you know it's funny man like taking all the things into consideration that have gone down and like what everybody's been through and all of that it just I just want to hold on to that feeling of hopefulness and carry that through and let that anxiety and social awkwardness and all the shit that's going on in our heads, just let that kind of fall to the wayside because we really are creators of our reality and thought, you know, thought creates it. And I just want to be a good steward of my brain and use my talents for good and not ill. You know what I'm saying? That's, I get stuck with that sometimes. Like when I start going down the rabbit hole with negative thoughts or being anxious about something, I'm like, fuck, not only am I feeling like shit right now, but I'm co-creating my reality in this funk. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. yeah. I, we, I know. So, I'm married to you, babe. You're, <laughs> yeah, no. Your realization yeah, is not. She never brand notices new. your funk or anything. It's, no. it's tough, man. It, you know, being on the other side of your wall, like, you know, you're a person, you've got your own uh, thing that you're dealing with through the pandemic, your own, like, um, stuff, fears, ang- anxieties, all that stuff, you know, highs, lows, all that. And, it's just been a challenge for everybody in every kind of a way, you know, and I am grateful one that I wasn't as challenged as you. And on my second part is I'm grateful that I wasn't so that I could be there for you. Me too. Because I, you're my rock and it was really hard at times to be able to still be like kind of upbeat coming into the house. Like you, you would say like, you're like in the house, you feel the energy of the house. Well, we're coming into the house. So we feel the energy of the house too. If especially if you are having a hard day or whatever, um, it was challenging, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful to you guys, man. It, I'm glad, I'm really happy to be able to talk about all of this in hindsight. Now that, that even feels good. Like remember when, it, remember that, a week ago? Remember? When? I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. No, I, 
It does. It feels good to be able to talk about it in, in hindsight. That, well, I mean, we've definitely been very vocal about it. But we were still in it. Yes. And, and I don't feel like that's the case right now. Like, it's not like that. Not like no. that at all. Well, I mean, you know, there is still stuff going on, the Delta variant, and there's still, yeah, you yeah. know, like the mask mandate is lifted, but, you know, people without um, their vaccines are supposed to wear their masks and stuff like that. So there's still stuff. Oh, yeah. We're not, high, we're not all the way. No, we're yeah. not out of the woods yet, yeah. but, but, but it's looking promising. Mm-hmm. It and does. It, and it, it does. fucking feels good. Looks man. and feels promising. So right. happy I just like the, the fact of being at yes. work and seeing people's faces, like regularly, like, like you, your job too. We have regulars that we've seen for the last year and a half and have not seen their freaking bottom of their face. Haven't seen a smile and everything. Now to see them coming in, everybody's smiling and more talkative. And yeah, somebody's it's just, like, I forgot what your face looked like. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> I forgot what half the people I you know I deal with all the time didn't remember what a couple of employees that keep masked up all the forgot what their freaking faces looked like. You'd like, can you put your hand over your mouth for a minute? Oh, hey, what's oh, up, Tim? Oh, you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> holy crap, everybody does have a bottom of their face. It. I took Darwin for a walk really early this morning, and there was a bunch of people out because it was really nice. And uh, every single person that I saw made eye contact and made it a point to smile and wave. Aww. Like, it, people want that connection. They're hungry to see smiles and feel that whether you realize it or not you know at the end of every episode of of no simple road we always say smile at a stranger and there's a reason for that like biochemically when you smile at someone and they see it it has a chemical reaction in that recipient's brain and it releases the happy juice in your head whether you're conscious of it or not and so if you can go around and, and spread a little of that out into the world, that's fucking really cool, man. And it feels like, at least this morning, it felt like everybody's hungry for that, like wants to see those smiles and see the eyes shining and like the waves. It just feels really cool, man. And um, I'm really stoked that, uh, you know, Greg and the Mother Hips are leading the way in in no simple road with with us yeah. out of this like this episode is coming yeah, out is today it's a perfect example mm-hmm. of the time capsule that we were talking about and and all that um mel yes you want to go do your thing real quick what thing your week oh <laughs> you wanted me to you leave? go do it. like yeah like, what? Whoa, what do i gotta do <laughs> no sing um, your song mel's gonna go do some Hi. laundry really quick and we'll be back in a while <laughs> la, 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 la. um no my week has been actually fantastic there's i'm feeling good my body feels good i my mind feels clear i i'm really grateful to I'm really grateful to be a mother. I, I'm like a really, really proud mom this week. Not just because it's Sydney's birthday, but, you know, there's stuff going on with Simon too. And just seeing how he has taken care of how he takes care of himself is just been, to me, it's like I got my report card as a mom and it was like, you upgrade, you go to 12th grade or <laughs> you graduate. You graduated, or, yeah. It just feels so good to have to look around at my kids and see them thriving even in a really challenging time and 
that has really been giving me um, some really great energy. And also along with that, um, just having Apple, I've been grateful for you too, Apple, because of Aww. you know you hooking up Simon and just that <laughs> that led to a bunch of thoughts of you always being there for the kids and just also not just the kids, but both Aaron and I individually and just been really grateful for you, um, whether I've said it or not. And so I'm just I'm saying it on air, but Thank you. I love <clears throat> you so much and I'm so grateful that we do this together. Like, mm. I really am grateful that we do this together. Um, and I'm super looking forward to, um, you know, our no simple road family coming and getting to spend some time like camping and getting to know each other and having fun and just whatever that brings and getting out of the, uh, pandemic and showing my face at work and feeling the sunshine. Like it just feels like a new beginning and, you know, there's parts of me, like I said earlier, that are trepidatious and a little kind of nervous. Um, but that's not what's been um, at the forefront of my week. And it's it's been just kind of like, you know, maybe like sitting kind of like behind me into the side, you know, just like I see you there, but I'm not going to let you lead, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've been having a really good time. I, um, just period. I don't really have anything specific going on. Just all those things that I said and just feeling grateful. Mm. Grateful. Grateful. That really seems to be the, the, the word that sums up how the collective is feeling right now. We have to be grateful. What else is there? You like after you've gotten, gotten everything taken away and you're given things back if you're not grateful, you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but if you're not grateful, that's just you being a fucking shithead. Like to some degree, everybody's had their life rocked by this. And now we're coming back to whatever degree, you know, um, to whatever capacity. And it is imperative that we're grateful and that we lead with that. We need to lead with our heart now. You know, we need to have an open chest, an open heart, and just be freaking grateful for whatever we get for however long we get it. That's, that's my thought. You get what you get and and you don't don't throw throw a fit, but no, it's even more than that. You get what you get and you appreciate it and thank every, like, thank Gaia, thank freaking mother earth. Thank grandfather sky. Thank your husband. Thank your wife. Thank your boss. Thank everybody in your life because everyone's been through shit and we're kind of coming out of it. So why not? That's how we should present ourselves is with much more gratitude. We gotta help each other continue because we got some, we got literally have some shit on us that we got to we continue stank to on help us. each other get off. Yes. <laughs> and think about this when somebody says, Hey, thank you for doing that. It always feels good to get a thank you. It does. It feels good to get a genuine thank you. Like, hey, thanks for picking that up for me. Or thanks for saying that. I appreciate that. It's funny that you said that. Why? I did I did something today. I fanboyed a little bit. I sent Trey a, a DM. And yeah, just, I'm sure that guy gets thousands and thousands of messages every day. But. Why can't you be one of the thousands? I I just was like, fuck it. You know what? Like the whole reciprocity thing. 
And if that's what I can do to give back to somebody that's given so much to me, like, okay, I'm going to do that whether they see it or not. Yeah. It's for you at that point. Totally. And yeah, it's good for you. Yeah. I get what you're, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I really, I, that's, I mean, if I have any little tiny message, you know, this week it's be even more grateful say that you already are be even more overkill on the gratitude because one it really does change your behavior and your attitude if you're like oh grateful for your food or grateful for my car i'm grateful for my clothes i'm grateful for my brain like it just changes how you see things if that's what you're leading with Mm. wow well i I can't agree more. I mean, like you said, having everything taken away and then getting it back, it really does make you see it in a whole new light. Every little thing. We thought these were rights of ours. We thought that we... Well, I just never even thought that it would... Well, exactly. Never even thought about we, that. That's what we all are. Or yeah, it was yeah just, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, in hindsight, that's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't necessarily think, this is my right to go to a concert, or this is my right to... No, no. We didn't think that way, but hindsight, it's like, we thought that, because mm-hmm. that's how we were just operating. No no big deal. It was it's never, a given. Yeah, it's a given. And clearly it, it's not. It's not a fucking given. No, nothing's a given. So what about you, Apple? <laughs> huh? Yeah. I'm all right. All right. Go ahead. Darwin? Right. Oh. I'm good. No, I would say the same, same thing. Kind of like uh, like what Mel was saying. I, I love how this kind of happened because uh, last Monday, we'll start with last Monday. Okay. Last Monday, I come home from work. We, we Everybody heard on our last intro, it was hella hot. You saw on the national news how hot it There was two places on earth that were hotter than Portland last weekend, and it was in Saudi Arabia and like close to Ethiopia and oh, Africa. Wow. Were the only two spots hotter than us on the planet. So that was kind of like holy shit. And then Monday, I get home and a little after six. It's 111 degrees. It's hot as hell. We're all outside for a little bit, and within an hour and a half, the temperature dropped 25 degrees. That like bubble of heat over us, Bert. We were all like, "What? Wait, what? What?" It was actually incredible. I it had was a trip. I, I had to keep looking at the update, like, like, whoa! All of a sudden, this breeze came and it just pushed it out. And to me, that was the beginning of a week of building up to today, to Independence Day, all about claiming our independence again, getting our shit back. <clears throat> Wednesday at work, we got a ticket because we've had plexiglass dividers and the masks and everything for quite a while and all that came down and we were right now everybody's a little skeptical of how things are going to be perceived sure. and reacted to 100% everybody every customer every employee was just like so happy it just opened everything back up the shop you know the shops looked better People were elated to be, for our bud tenders. They've been like tips have been kind of low. All of a sudden, tips like doubled. Everybody's happy, tipping, high fiving, mm. hugging, smiling. Just and, and now there's no the the yelling's gone. 
There's a lot of yelling yes. in retail. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, I know Mel deals with because you deal oh. with a lot of elderly people that come shopping all the time, and you got and, we have and, and, music on, and, and a lot of times it was taken as being rude. Yes, like 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 why are they fucking yelling? You know, I heard people like why are you? Yelling? Oh, they're talking to an elderly person that's having a hard time understanding them. So like all that was gone Wednesday, and then it's just been a couple wonderful days after that. Come home Friday evening, have a nice evening with the family, beautiful weather, and then get to watch all these peach streams that keep getting posted and stuff. Yeah. And that 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 Friday, yesterday, and then this morning and into this evening, you know, Bill Nershey and String Cheese takes mm. the stage tonight at Peach Festival. For the first time. For the first time, it's just so much going on. Uh, and every band, uh, haven't got to see any of Andy Frasco and the UN yet, but it just learned the pictures. Taz joined them on stage. It looked like they killed it. By the end of it, Andy's soaking wet, standing on stage in his underwear. So, you know, Andy brought it as usual. <laughs> so, I mean, just everybody, the Umphreys set, this, I mean, everybody amazing. is just so happy to be out there doing what we were all meant to do yeah and that's what culminating with today the fourth of july the celebration of sydney remembering aaron's dad the independence friends coming over a listener coming from across the country to stay with us just it's just snowballing we got plans we got we got things like we mentioned last week we got things where it's like shit we can't to run into that position again that used to suck so bad of we can't make them all things coincide weekend it's like i'll take it can just keep lining them up we'll take yeah yeah well okay we we're not gonna get to see billy strings because we're going there but billy's back on tour he's young he's gonna be making it around the country Mm -hmm. we will see him and hug him eventually it's just great to have things going and a few personal trips we got stuff going on with just stuff for us we got fish shows which is amazing because we don't fish is kind of personal we don't we're not going as no simple road to that this is like our personal party with trey and the boys and it's just amazing everything's looking good right on Uh, yeah and that's my week it's just yeah just elation feeling great i like how you 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 put that uh monday that breeze it did kind of blow everything away it really because it was very oppressive like it was like it was like it was like a punctuation mark on the end of this oppressive what it was like oh Check this out. Well, 115 this is, degrees. Bro. You're going to die. <laughs> and, then fucking, and then it was just like in an hour, something went this pop to the bubble. Yep, yep. Pop the bubble. A breeze came in. 25 degree dip in temperature. I even had to text my dad in it because he lives in Vegas still. And he was messing with me. He's like, oh, it sure is hot up there. I sent him a text before I went to bed that night. It was like 76 degrees when it was <laughs> when it was 111 at six o'clock it was like that's the difference up here yeah you, you but, can feel that that energy's in the air dude that what you're saying it, yeah. it really is at least in the house and, and you can feel it. i think that's a lot to do like you brought up simon and said that like simon's been so sweet lately that boy's been through hell in a year and a half this was his yeah. that was his senior year he got homecoming he got everything ripped out from under him yeah. had to go to a drive we had to go to a drive in graduation, graduation. he was like people was the honking worst. their horns yeah. you and, know 
It, it was something. It, it was I'm glad something. I went to see it, but it was, it, they did the best they could. Exactly. I was going to say that I was so grateful as a parent that they did what they could do. It sucked because yeah, it wasn't what the tradition was and it, it wasn't like all that, the build up to just, you get to park in a dr- parking lot, yeah. but they did do something and it was amazing. And so, yeah, I, I was grateful for even that little tiny and I'm grateful. I, well, I got to throw it back at Mel. I'm grateful for you too, Mel. I, I enjoyed her. We 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 had an intense discussion last night mm-hmm. about some things. Yeah. And and then to break it, I was like, well, okay, wait, hold on. Watch this Umphrey stream. Oh, that. Then it's immediately like, like, let's throw on some good music and bring it back. See, but that's what I love where, that we get to do. We get to like do freaking hard ass conversations that are like super deep, and then next thing you know, we're jumping around singing to freaking Umphrey's and yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. That's life. It is life. That's <laughs> life. <laughs> well, about, while you were you? slaving in the kitchen you, for buddy us, boy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, like I said, man, I, I'm I'm seeing it all happening again, and like it feels amazing. I don't want to rehash what I already said, but like on a personal level, I I've, I've said this a couple of episodes ago. Like I I wasn't letting myself feel the feeling because the disappointment had been so great and for such a extended period of time. And like, um, I, I'm not doing that anymore and that's fucking awesome. And, uh, I don't know, man, seeing the peach really did something. It like snapped something loose in me and, uh, I want to go on the road. Oh my God! I I, t- I told I fell Apple, in love with you last I, night. I, I told Apple you did. Yeah, I, did. I I wanted to marry you again last night. I I want to go <laughs> on the road, man. I'm I I'm tired of being tied to a desk, and uh, I raised my family, and my kids are fucking dope, and they're good human beings, and they're living their lives independent, self sufficient, and uh, it's um, it's empty nest time, and. Mama I, and Dad have got to yeah. go. Yeah, need some to go time. be young and again. I, I yep. want to take some time and pick a place to go. And you going know? and going on the road, like we were talking about, it's not as expensive. I mean, being on the road, you can live pretty it's meagerly. Not even about and, expensive or not, it's mm-mm. about literally. I feel like for me and you, we need another adventure. Like. We need this. Well, it's coming. Uh, we have That's you. Yeah, you we, guys. We've got yeah, not just. Well, you know what I mean. Like well, when the, I say us, but you and know the reason I, I mean. bring up expenses. That's what you're talking about. We're not the like, if we had a very expensive mortgage or rental yes. payment like we do now. Yes, we're not there. We're not there. This is what we need to do with the show. Absolutely, to grow the show, be dedicated to it, be dedicated to ourselves. Yeah, the, and, so the, and to help the rebirth. So the thought in my head is like. I'm not sure what the time frame is, but like when we do it, that no simple road is our source of income and we live on the show and we just go and go to whatever festivals we want and shows we want and towns we want and cities and do our thing. And also not for nothing, like the thing with St. Disruption, John Modeski and and Jeff Firewalker, like that thing is coming together and we it's actually got some really good news this week. We lined up a really big guest uh, for our inaugural episode, like way bigger than anybody we've ever had on No Simple Road. 
And um, it's a it's a little terrifying and extremely exhilarating to be in the pilot seat of that plane that's getting ready to take off. Like I'm I'm in there with Jeff and and John Modesky, and we're getting going down the runway with this thing. And um, it's it's really exciting and like I said, a little terrifying. And I'm excited for all of you guys to hear what's going to come out of that. I think that it's going to be uh, transformative. Oh, yeah. This and is a huge undertaking as far as, like, what it's going to be. Like, you know, like, when you when a band makes a huge stage production, right? It's So it's like their album is amazing. And then you see them live and it's like, whoa what this um podcast um i see happening is like once it gets the word gets out it's gonna be insane mm-hmm. it's gonna be so beautiful and so strong yeah so a <laughs> lot of planning with that we're so to all you listeners out there all our supporters that have invited us to come stay with you we're coming your way. <laughs> totally Clear a spot. You know, we're not picky. You can't back out now. We, Don't be and, backing and, out. I mean, that's what's going to be beautiful about this when we get to go on the road is we get to go around the country and get to see everybody and yeah. go visit all these beautiful places that you guys live so, and see what you do. I, Except just for a, North Dakota, right? We don't have no listeners anymore. No. <laughs> so the week has been spent thinking about all of that and, and working hard to set up No Simple Road over the next couple of months with really quality guests as we go back into festival and concert season for us, because we're going to be gone a lot. Yeah. So we need to have some stuff in the bag. And so we do. I'm, I'm booking our calendar out a little bit. I'm booking it up for just until we get going and then we'll be able to coast on that stuff. So that I'm working on all that stuff. And, uh, it's just been a lot of hard work lately and like putting my nose to the grindstone before, we go back out and it's been really fun and like exciting to have that feeling again of like knowing that we're going to see the no simple road family out there. And it's not just Instagram posts anymore. It's real fucking people at shows that we can hug and dance with and meet and hang out with. And that's the part of the show that I've always loved the most is meeting the people that listen and being friends with them. And that's, that's like our community. That's our people. And that's precious and priceless to me. And I've really fucking missed you guys. And I'm really <laughs> excited to see you. It is exciting. You know, every week when we do the business, we talk about the tepid line, 971-808-1524. And, uh, you know, we're like, send us, send us anything. You can say anything you can do it. Blah, blah. Check this out. When I was, talking to mel about going on the road uh, i was thinking like it would be cool to hear from our listeners and see where they're at so why don't you call the tepid line 971-808-1524 and just check in from wherever you're at this is larry i'm checking in from detroit michigan this is carol i'm checking in from san diego california i would love to get a pulse of where all of you people are because I don't know. You are a a number in an algorithm on my screen right now. That's all I know. I don't know where you guys you are. You could do the detective work. 
I, I could, <laughs> but I would much rather That's hear right. your voices. Yeah. So do that. Call and check in. Let me know where you guys are at. So we could like, I don't know, start making a plan of, you know, a map. Meet up. Where we're going. Yeah. What we're doing. Setting stuff up. Maybe some live no simple road appearances at your local tap house not maybe that will happen we talked about it with who did we talk about it with that was in north carolina oh yeah yeah working no not hardworking americans um chad staley it was chad yeah i think no i wasn't with i wasn't anyway Mm. but whoever you are you know who you are (laughs) they were on the show before okay twice and uh you know, oh, Bullfrog Moon. Yeah, Bullfrog Moon. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll make that happen. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I can't wait to see your smiling faces and, and your big, gigantic pupils because uh, I miss that, too. So that's my whole bag. Let's do the business, you guys. Follow us on No Simple Road. At No, at Simple, no Road. Simple Road. And when you're done with that, go to nosimpleroad.com. And sign up for the newsletter, buy some merch, listen to all the back episodes. Uh, what There's else? some really good back episodes, you guys. Just the, yeah. If if it like came to you one time when you listened to the show and it's like, oh my god, go re-listen to it. You know, I was seeing High Sierra posting a bunch of stuff because they're not doing it this year, so they're like really hitting their social media hard to stay in everybody's minds, and. Uh, those High Sierra episodes that we did, like, that was our first time as a show at a festival. We didn't know <laughs> we what were the green. fuck we, we were, were doing. Gem. That was a gem, though. Yeah. It was a gem. And it was so much fun. And those episodes are so raw and so good and so With much fun. doo-doo limo. Dude. Uh-huh. Every bit of it. Doo-doo limo and all. Dude, it's precious. Yeah, I encourage everybody to go back and re-listen to that if you're missing High Sierra this year and just have fun with us because it, you're right, Aaron, it was really, really raw Twiddle, and fun. Reed Mathis, Russ Liquid Test, Neil, Neil Casal. I mean, come on. Come on. Those are, those are. Just that right there. Yeah. That's out of the park. Yeah. So okay, go so listen to that. And um yeah. Top, no, no, oh, review. our tepid line. I already 971-808-1524. Call and check in. That's right. And also, if you want to do something for the show, check it out. Go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review and then type something. Nobody did it. It's yeah. July. No, it's the beginning of week. July. That's okay. We're, we're, we we're, got one for June. We did. Thank we you. need to get at least five for <gasps> July. Five I'm for July. Throwing it out there. That be would be one of the super, five. super wow, exceptional. Yeah. One of the five. Come on, man. You guys, hook it, it up. You know, it doesn't take oh, very and long. Joel, your collage is done. I'm going to be sending it out. Speaking of collages. Oh, yeah, and I have dope. a couple that I owe. So everybody just chill back. I know who you are. You awesome patrons of ours. Thank you so much. I just, I need to be inspired. And then I have like all this stuff going on. So be patient when you get it it will be your treasure and i am they just are so cool super excited about joel's joel's really like it came out good it came out so sometimes i just don't know what it's going to come out like but this one i it's really amazing. love so <laughs> what I mel- added some more touches after i showed you what mel is talking about is patreon.com forward slash no simple road you can go on there that is how we pay for the show and listen we're going on the road it's gonna happen I don't, know, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And we need you guys to help. We're about a year out. Help us make it happen. So here's the deal. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. If you 
pledge $20, you get a secret surprise package and you get a hand designed one of a kind Melanie Schaefer collage artwork piece that is timeless. I'm getting better too. She's so fucking good at it. I was down there yesterday <laughs> looking at her whirlwind hurricane nightmare of a desk yeah, that she's it really got. Is pretty and, and there's like <laughs> it's organized chaos. It is. And there's a couple of finished pieces out the, over there. And I was just like, holy shit. I was like, Mel, you're super fucking talented, man. This this stuff is really good. Like it is next level good stuff. So twenty dollars gets you a collage from Mel yeah. and nobody else will have that. And look, you can give a buck, you can give three, you can give five, 20, whatever it's, it's up to you. That's how you take care of the no simple road family. And the more us, we get, the sooner we get to go on the road yeah, and help us continue <laughs> doing this. I, mean, thing I think love. it'd be cute if we had like a little piggy bank on Patreon that if you just want to like put some money That's called into PayPal. Our, our piggy bank, That's that would PayPal. be super cute. Yeah. Like, here's for your trip, here's $5 for your trip. The triple P. PayPal piggy bank. PayPal piggy bank. No simple road at gmail.com is our PayPal. If you want to do a one-time donation, super cool. Piggy bank. Yep. And, hey, I want you guys to remember something. Everybody out there, you're fucking rad. You're the best listener family out there. You have made our entire experience since doing this show something that can't, be matched and we are super grateful for each and every one of you that listens every week those of you that tune in once in a while those of you that just found out about the show we fucking love you guys man and thank you for letting us come into your ears every week how we came in your ears <laughs> every week but yeah whoa Aaron just took it. Yeah, to we just we, me and Mel just looked at each other. We just let him enjoy that. We're like, know all right. that that's not from all of us. That's from Aaron. No, you let <laughs> us into your brain every week. How about yeah, that? Yeah, and that's, and that's an honor and a pleasure. And we don't take it lightly. And we appreciate you. So do that, appreciate that's what that. I was trying to say. Yeah. So so badly. Thank you. Anyway, should we get him? Yeah. Well, let's hey, get oh, wait, I have two. Just what? real quick, two yeah. more things to say. First of all. Greg, like we said, go check out his site. Go check out Mother Hips. They are going on tour. Mother Hips is doing quite a few dates. Check to see if they're coming to your area. They're playing a couple dates up here in Oregon, Sisters, and Hood River. Uh, So everybody's getting back out there. And the other thing I want to share, because go do this. And Mel hasn't seen this yet. We're going to show her this after this. Trey, Anastasia, took the took the stage with Celise Henderson, who I've just kind of got introduced to. Um, oh yeah. This, needs to see this. this. It's a 14 and a half minute video. Eight minutes is Trey and this wonderful, beautiful gal going back and forth on guitar. And it is amazing. It gave just describing it. Gave, it gave me goosebumps head to toe up and down again, several times listening to it. Wow. Go, Go check out kind of that and go check this. out go check out these streams that people are posting on YouTube and everything of the wonderful event that and, it is happening in Scranton, Pennsylvania this weekend. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that No Simple Road is an Osiris original. We are part right. of Osiris Media. Osiris. There are a ton of good podcasts on Osiris, but there is a new one. It's called Alive Again, and it's all Trey. Trey Anastasio really from good. Fish. It is him. Intimate, 
in a way that you have never heard him talk before. If you are a fish fan or a fan of Trey and you haven't listened to Alive Again on Osiris, you need to go do that after you're done listening to No Simple Road. It is my new favorite. So it's really awesome. Thanks for having us be an Osiris original, Osiris Media. You guys are the bee's knees, cat's pajamas. Right on. I like being OGs. We're going to go because we got to go have some fun. Yeah, we're going to go see a Jerry Garcia band tribute, tribute band here That's at right. Edgefield. So we love you guys. We'll see you soon. We're going to get you to the interview. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Greg from, from Mother Hips.
right, man. Yeah. Hey. So in the world of interviews, this will be the most relaxed, <laughs> easy conversation you ever had in your life. So fantastic. No, no fucking stress here, man. Um, I'm Aaron, One, by, by the way. How's it going, Aaron? Nice to meet you. Nice Greg. to meet you too, Greg. And I'm Mel over here. Thanks for joining us, Greg. So appreciate it. And I'm yeah, the, I'm the third wheel. I'm Apple. I am the other co-host and everything. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time on this yeah, beautiful hi, Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how you doing, man? How's everything going? I'm I'm doing pretty good, actually. Having a nice Sunday. Yeah. And uh can't complain. Hey. <laughs> I mean, oh, if, wait, hold if, on. Before we get going, so like we introduced yeah. ourselves. We, we always go right over it for yes. our listener. We know who you are and have known who you are for a long time for some of our listeners, which most of them know, but those that don't tell us who you are and uh, why you're here today. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My name is Greg Loyacano and I'm, I'm talking to you from Novato, California and uh, Northern Marin. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm a member of the band, the mother hips and have been for 30 years. Wow. Uh, this is our 30th, 30th year, uh, performing and playing and recording together. Uh, Tim Bloom and I started the band up in Chico, California in 1991. And, uh, as well, I'm, I, I play, do a lot of other musical things in my life. Um, but that's been the main uh, the mainstay for, uh, for 30 years. So wow. super grateful about, um, it, just music in general, but yeah. that particular band and relationship and, and cultivated world. Yeah. They, it, mother hips is a, a force of nature and, uh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You definitely deserve a congratulations for that. Thank That's you. a beautiful, like, 30 years. Have you done anything else for 30 years? <laughs> Breathe. No. <laughs> I, was, I was, I mean, I was 19 when the band started. Wow. And so that's, that's, that's pretty much my whole life. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this three years, three years. Yeah. Three years. And I have the benefit of hindsight of that three years of looking back on what we've done and like, seeing how it all came together and like kind of starting to be able to navigate the ship a little tiny bit, mm -hmm. but where you're at 30 years in the benefit of hindsight and what you've learned has to be gargantuan in the, you know what I'm saying? Like at the 19 year old kid that started a band all those years ago to the guy that you are now, like, when you look back on that, what do you think is the thing that you're most proud of? Man. Uh, I mean, right off, the first thing that comes to mind mm -hmm. is that being able to sustain anything for mm -hmm. that long. Right. You know, just being able to, to maintain, sustain, and continue to feel like it's it's growing. Um, uh, I feel proud of of that for sure. I feel I have a lot of heart and soul in the fact that um, it's not something that we, you know, we had some hit in the early nineties and then we've been riding on that. We've had to reinvent, recultivate, re, re, you know, just continue to just forge, forge our way 
through the world it, musically and just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that feels really good. It feels really good to be here today talking with people like you, music lovers that that are still interested in what we're doing. And and that's that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, in in thinking about being a music lover, the thing that like keeps me interested is when a band can, like you said, reinvent themselves over and over again. Like the bands that I love the most don't sound the same from album to album. And it's, it's not the same thing over and over again. I think when you run into that, you run into more like the one hit wonder kind of stuff, but maintaining something like that for 30 years, you're constantly evolving and learning and growing and, is it hard when you have some like a few years behind you, like let's say 10 years in, you know, and now you're back in the studio and you got to go at it again to find fresh ground to cover? Um, I, in, interestingly enough, with the mother hips, I, it's never been, it's never, that's been a gift. It's never mm-hmm. been hard to, to turf up material between Tim and I and the band, um, whether it was stuff that we conjured while we were pl- when we were touring so much, so stuff was evolving on the road, or different periods of time where we were more isolated from each other and doing other projects, and then coming back in, um, you know, knock on wood, it, yeah. you know, we just <laughs> we just got out of the studio, and the you know the label owner was like, Hey, let's, you got to make a record, especially cause it's your 30 year and your guys aren't going to be touring like you normally do. Yeah. And we, you know, Tim and I ha- didn't have anything, you know, I just put out a solo record. He just put one out. We were kind of, Oh, okay. And we fin we turned the record into mastering uh, last week and what? we love, we love it, you know? Um, and so, uh, it's been, that's been a huge blessing that that we've been able to never there's sure there's periods of time where like man i got nothing right you know and it'll be in for usually there's you know it's kind of like in any relationship you know it's like you hope that when that person's feeling down the other person's feeling up Mm -hmm. so you can that synergy and that's been pretty pretty well there the whole time i'd say um there's definitely been been all sorts of ups and downs and it hasn't been it hasn't been a, a simple road. No, <laughs> but, no, just but, Tim. Tim's but, story by itself is crazy and gnarly. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. And what a sweetheart of a man, yeah. too. Um, haven't, we haven't talked long, but even just your demeanor, um, you guys are sweethearts, you know. And to have a um, a partnership for that, like that's a relationship. Well, even for sure, right? Yeah. Like. How, I'm interested in that aspect of the band. Like how, how do you maintain a great working relationship with someone after so long? There's ups and downs, your ups and downs, families, blah, blah, blah. Like how do you maintain with each other, not just the music, but just with each other? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, I, I don't have a, I don't really have an answer for it except that, you know, we just stuck it out. You know? <laughs> just, hey, brothers. No, well, there's something to be said for like commitment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And, and I think that we've just, you know, and all the people that we've met in the periods of time of, of moving away from each other in certain ways, it's like, we've always, and we're very different people. We look different. Although Tim, Tim the other day said, I think the older we get, the more we're looking the more like <laughs> more each, other somehow, each other, you know, and you know, he's six, five and blonde and, you know, and, um, but we're sort of morphing into, it's like when you have a, when you have a pet, you know, and you start looking like, like the pet. I look just years. like my dog. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of silly, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think that we've always kind of come back to it. I mean, there's a, there was a connection right out of the gate, not only is in a, in a friendship way and, and just an, an understanding of the world and certainly of music and, 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 um, but also then that connection musically between, um, the, you know, singing together and, and playing music and, and, and what that feels like and, and the sort of, um, the, that, that unspoken connection that we have musically, again, also coming from fairly different backgrounds and even on the journey, you know, we, we go into our different phases of what we're into musically or who we're listening to or what we're trying to achieve whether it's recording or live performances and it always sort of even when it's different and maybe we don't see eye to eye it always it always seems to um, support each each other even in in those moments that's that's a gift man that's that's special that's something special i agree yeah that's go ahead i well i also just think too with like you and tim both i i would think it also helps that like with mother hips you you that's a voice of you guys together but then you both are very very good at your solo stuff you know you also have your own voice and the stuff that you do separate from that i I would think that would kind of aid in the mother hips being able to mesh better and stuff because the things you couldn't do together you do on your own and you do it very well I think that's a good point and and maybe that's part of what's helped sustain it since we you know if we were stuck in the same ship (laughs) the whole time you know and and we had been there were times where it was it got you know things things were really challenging um and so i think you're right um that or us doing our own things has always informed sort of the greater mother hips picture so you're re-releasing all of your stuff for your 30th anniversary what what's going on Right. So, so this year is the 30th. Um, our, our record label is called Blue Rose Music. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're based out of the office is based out of Nashville, but the owner lives in, uh, in Sonoma County. So north of me in Glen Ellen. And I was hanging out with him over the summer. And he said, well, what, what you know, what are we going to do for your 30th? <laughs> You're certainly not going to be touring. And yeah, I was like, I, I, I can't even, I don't even know what I'm going to do next week. Right. <laughs> and, and he's like, let's put it, let's put all the records out on vinyl. I said, well, that would be neat. That would be a big undertaking. He's like, we could do it. Let's do it. So there's 10 full length, you know, we've had EPs and seven inches and singles and stuff, but there was, there's 10 full length albums. Five of them had never been on uh, LP on vinyl. Wow. Um, you know, the first, the first five were on, the first couple were on cassette and CD and then, <laughs> and then only on CD and then kiss the crystal flake, which was our sixth album was the first one to come out on vinyl. And that came out in 2007. 
So um, it was a big undertaking. And uh, Michelle, the general manager at Blue Rose, and myself and Tim and a, a graphic designer just sort of started going to town on trying to make it so because especially with COVID and, uh, you know, delays and all sorts of oh, manufacturing yeah. is just crazy, especially in, in the vinyl world. But we did it. You know, we we cranked it out. So each so since Jan- January, um, Back to the Grotto, which is the title of our first um, debut release came out in January. And then each month we're releasing. Well, that, wow. that was froze. weird. That was totally weird. I've never seen that happen. No, it just froze. Oh, sorry. You froze. No, no, that's it's all cool. good. That's it's cool. So, okay. How, it, how, where did you, where did I freeze? Uh, Jan- January you released the first one and then you were going to release month. one yes. every month and then it cut. Yeah. And so, um, if that happens again, I can move, I'm down in my studio and sometimes the um, reception's a little wonky. Okay. okay. It's cool. So, so if that happens again, I can pop upstairs or something. Okay. But, um, yeah. So January was, uh, back to the grotto was our first release that mm-hmm. came out in January. And so each month a release will come out, uh, a, an album will come out. So, and then we're finishing out the year with a brand new album. What? So, wow. That's yeah. And so, perfect. Yeah, which, yeah. So, which we just, we just finished, we just turned the, the, ma- the mixes into mastering and we're working on the artwork. So we got to get that, to the manufacturer ASAP because we want to release it. What we do, you may or may not know, but every year for over 25 years, we've been doing what's called the uh, hipsmiths. So we do a, we do a holiday show at the great American music hall right. um, every year. And we usually have some friends open and sometimes we do ultimate set lists. Sometimes we cover an album, um, um, one of ours or somebody else's. It's our, you know, it's one of our big, um, gatherings of the year. Right. And so we really want to have the new record available for that show we're working. So the, the music and, and the recording's done. So that's great. Now we just kind of have to make, see if we can get the manufacturing happening. So that's the plan, the 30 year plan. And it's in action. We're in wow. April, uh, later days came out. That was, that was our fourth album. So April was later days month. Um, and that's that's a fan favorite. That's been really fun. It's never again never been on vinyl, and people have been sending me all sorts of messages about how happy they are to have that one on Aww. on LP. And the music um, sounds so much warmer, and just there's just it's, something it's about vinyl. There's it's, something about vinyl, mm-hmm. man. I, I, and and looking at it, it I, like getting the larger images, and each. Each uh, issue has either a quote from Tim or John or I or one of the producers or someone who worked on the record. So there's some new or new photos. So in the inner sleeve, there'll there'll be something uh, a little bit special and different than the original release. So that's kind of neat. Does the album art stand alone for each album or is this something that like kind of carries over from album to album? Like... in general yeah uh no they're all pretty standalone i mean the one thing that really carried over up until maybe the second to last album is that tim tim's brother eric typically either designed or had a hand in designing the album album art okay wow Mm -hmm. you know having a body of work like that and being able Mm -hmm. to 
for you, like forget about us as fans, like for you to take all that and see it in one place and have it all like in front of you as a concrete thing that you can hold on. Cause music is, it's everywhere. It's in the air. You can put it on a CD. You can listen to it on your computer, but like to have the vinyl and to, to see it and feel it and have it in your hands. That's gotta be like an insane feeling for you to see your work in front of you like that. It's neat. I'll bet. man. Yeah, it's neat. And, um, a big part of it was receiving the test pressings each month and though, you know, and Michelle would be like, you guys got to listen to this and sign off on it as soon as possible. Cause this is, this isn't just one album we're putting out. Yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> and so Tim and I would get these, did you listen to it yet? No, I haven't listened to it. You listen to this one. I'll listen to that one. Let's go bring this to Dave Schwartz. Dave will listen to it, you know, cause he's got, he's, we listen, have Dave listen to all my test presences things anyway. Cause he's got the killer ears and the sound system. And the system um, for it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but one thing that was interesting, I think Tim had said it when we started writing this, newest album he's like it's kind of cool listening to you know, he i think probably less than me he had like he probably hadn't heard you know shootout or part-timer goes full in like a decade or more wow. you know like he i would every once in a while when we had a guest musician or we're learning one of our records i'd have i'd go back and listen to an old record otherwise i don't really listen to him but we had to listen to him to make sure the test pressing sounded good and I think it was a good reflection for us to go, oh, yeah, these, these, the way we were then, we knew nothing about anything. <laughs> we were just, the music was literally coming out of our pores. We, we, we never went to music school. None of, it was so freeform. And so we definitely, like, we tuned into some of that stuff. And man, there's such a free spirit in this and I, I feel like we were it helped us bring a little bit of that into this last record oh, too shit. Right on. Like, you circle. like we're reliving the journey yeah. from the beginning yeah. and in all the good bring, and bad because that's like, amazing oh my god I, that's what i sounded like there or, <laughs> you know and also like hey we weren't too bad so it was like this real <laughs> roller coastery um you know looking through a you know family photo album you know that yes. kind of thing yeah well in a 30-year history to me i mean there are, i i can't think of right now but there's not a lot of bands that have fish made, made it 30 years yeah the dead fish, yeah like a handful and i mean yeah. that's monumental and then to do what you're doing because we talked a lot of artists like what goes into pressing one album is a lot like you said mm-hmm. coordinating and all that in the middle of the pandemic and all that and you're doing them all in one year that's that's an amazing undertaking <laughs> Yeah. And again, that like the label really like just stepped up and made that happen. Super, super powerful. We, yeah. we would have maybe if we were on our own, maybe had the foresight and ability to put, put out one release for the 30th, but 10 is, is a big uh, achievement. And we're, we're almost halfway through. So wow. <laughs> I, think we I think we'll make it. Yeah. I think it's, it's looking good. You know, there might be some delays just, but that's all right. It is what it is. So it's all good. I wonder, yeah. Greg, like how, what kind of things have you had to do to pivot during this time? I mean, every, everybody's different, you know, like a lot of people do live streams or, you know, maybe small concerts or whatever, like, 
you know, what's scratching that itch for you performing and, and as a musician that you've had to kind of like pivot to since all of this? Yeah, that's, that's a great question for, I'd like to hear what you guys have done too. Cause that's just, we have to, Greg. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you an answer to that. Um, yeah. So early on in, at the beginning of all this, I didn't know if we were going to continue because I'm like, we're a live music podcast. There is no yeah. live music. The caveat is, though, Aaron is very dramatic. And, I, and I'm crazy. Yeah, that's also a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I started realizing, though, through feedback that we were getting from listeners, that this was becoming the venue. That this was the place where they were connecting with the artist through this time when they couldn't connect with the people that they love and revere and go to see and travel around the country for and all of it. And I also started realizing that like how important that community is to the people that are in it. So for each other, there's friendships that have happened and these people have gotten together. So the way that we kind of pivoted is the show still, we do stuff like we're doing with you right now, but we also started bringing more practical application stuff like how do we change our consciousness kind of things to to the family so that like how do we move forward out of this shit man well i think too like you know to add to what he's saying is um you know the show is is was entertainment just like going to a show right like you know you're going to a show for entertainment having a good time now with this captive audience what else can we offer them right and so here's this now like nutrition. Here's these amazing mm-hmm. thinkers. Here are these um, authors and here are these, you know, uh, PhDs that they have ideas of what's going on right now. And why don't we put them to the forefront? Why don't we bring something that's going to give including us and our audience like manna some food something to think about while we're waiting yeah. for our break that we used to always have which was a friday night show or a weekend you know we're gonna go fly off and go see so so and so like we don't have that so now we need to incorporate all this crazy shit that's going on how do we do that and so it was a really um it was a natural thing. It, it just felt natural to, to do that, to continue to talk with the artists, make, keep them relevant too. Cause you, you know how it yeah. is, right? Like my daughter's in the entertainment industry. It's great that you did an ad, you know, last Tuesday, but what about, you know, this coming Today, week, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. nice for you, but we want, we want new, we want current, we want fresh. And so, yeah. um, we just, I feel like that's kind of what the show brought it, instead of strictly musicians or strictly festivals, we brought, you know, what's feeding us right now. What's getting us it's through getting this us time through, right yeah. now. It was music, but now it's multiple things, you know? So what and, it, and then I'll add one more thing. Yeah. Too. We got to go around. Yeah. The, the other thing we realized pretty quickly once Aaron, which that was funny that Mel said that he gets dramatic about things, which makes us kind of dramatic too. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? But we quickly yeah. realized also, <laughs> like you sitting at home, right? This was a change for us. We started getting artists at home. Mm-hmm. We got to see a different, because that's one thing we've always liked to do is not not just talk about, you know, and we, we, we were always getting the tour. I don't know what time. I think we were in Philly last night. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I'm so tired. I'm burned out. I got to yeah. go. Interruptions. We got everybody at home. 
chilling and learning more about them. Like one that sticks in my mind is Dave Schools. Oh yeah. Was so we were talking to him from home and he was talking about and I read this about you too, that you got very you've gotten very into gardening and getting into the earth mm-hmm. and that's grounding. Mm-hmm. He was so excited about being at home for the first time in many, many years when his yeah. peach tree had peaches that he could actually go pick and not have him his wife like save him one for when he got off the road. So yeah. we, we started to get that. It started to get kind of more personal. Yeah. And we like got to see another depth, side. Um, yeah. Interviews. I and think, we got to see yeah. people's backgrounds in their studios like <laughs> we're looking at right yeah. now. You know, everybody like, yeah, so this is my room. And it, it became yeah. a different thing, a more personal more thing yeah. for both sides. But, so for you, what what was it? What did you do, man? Well, th- I mean, thanks for sharing. Because I'm fascinated about how, about now your question just about how people pivoted because it's it, people have really gotten creative yes and really had to like figure shit out mm-hmm. yeah man. um and yeah for me one of the one of the things that sort of got me out of the the fear and darkness at first when i saw the calendar empty out like that um was i saw people starting to live stream and my uh, immediate judging voice was there ah, that, that, you know blah, blah, you know and i was judging it you know me too me too and uh and then tim um tim was like hey man and we were we had talked a couple times and uh, side note to that um over the years you know i'd see tim on the road all the time and back in back in the day we actually used to like share a room and stuff so we were together all the time but once i got married he got married and and our lives started getting separate we'd see each other on the road we'd answer emails together we'd text about things but talking on the phone was like something we hadn't done for i think especially in the first six months of uh, the lockdown Mm -hmm. we talked every day on the phone and wow. yeah, it really, it, we, we both sort of had acknowledged like without, we didn't mean to, but our bond and friendship sort of grew in a, in a way it hadn't in a long time. So that was really cool. Um, so going back to it, Tim's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do a live stream. I don't know what else to do. I'm freaking out. I've got bills mm-hmm. to pay. Maybe I can make some money doing this. And I don't, I don't know what else. To do. And he's living on his own. You know, I got my family here and stuff. I got people in the house. So at sure. least, you know. Um, there's that. And so he did one and he, he was like, actually it was, it was pretty cool. Like, you know, th- this person was there and there are these fans that we know and, and he made some money and he was playing and they gave, gave him some requests. So I think after like his, he's like, you should, you should do one. So I kind of got out of my own crap and, um, started doing them pretty regularly. And man, it was, it was really special because um, you had to, it was a performance. I watched uh, and I was watching other people doing it and getting inspired. I watched Tom, you know, Tommy Emmanuel, an mm-hmm. amazing guitar player. He was doing one and, and genius guitar player, one of the best in the world. And he said that it was, he said he had to, it was like a show because he had to pre- he had to prepare you know and so as the time time went on I'd, you know we'd ask for 
I'd ask for requests from people and they'd be requesting either some cover songs that I'd never played or a mother hip song or one of my songs I hadn't played in a long time. And so then it got to be something to look forward to because I'd go out shopping. That was, I would be the one to forge out once a week to go shopping. We were doing puzzles here. We were, we were all sitting tight and trying my, my wife and kids were drawing a lot. And we started when the, you know, started doing gardening stuff and all that was really beautiful. Um, but then, you know, I had this thing to look forward to. Well, t- oh, well, Tim, wait, how are you getting yours to sound like this? What can I do here to make it better or call on you, emailing with that? You know what I mean? Dude, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm laughing because some, what you're seeing to, is that. Yeah, it, it became something to do. Mm-hmm. And then and then my kids started getting involved. So I don't know. You know, I was always doing it through Facebook. It just seemed, even though I'm not crazy about Facebook in general, this was the spot. This is where the most amount of people were going to come. And it was easy enough to, for, for us to live stream. And then my daughter started joining me. My son started joining me. So then I had the, we had the kitchen family singers. That was the band because <laughs> they were one, one night they were off, including my wife, they were singing harmonies on one of my songs and, I said, or someone on the stream said, oh, it's the Kitchen Family Singers, because I said they were singing. And that that became a thing. Then when I showed up by myself to do a stream, they're like, where's the band? Where's the kids? Yeah. This is boring. I went back to school, you know, and she she was Zooming, but she was in class because that was like summer and and when school wasn't even... And and then my son got a job, and I lost the band. They got better gigs. (laughs) Oh, shit. More stable gig. How 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 old are the kids? So my daughter just turned 15 a couple of days ago. Her, okay. her birthday is on Earth Day, April oh, 22nd. Happy birthday. And thank you. I'll tell her you said that. Yeah. And my, my son is 19 and he'll be 20 in September. He decided to defer. He, he graduated high school last year. He got accepted to NYU. And he oh, wow. is now, he will be starting, he took a gap year and he'll be starting there in the fall. That's a sharp so he, kid. He Good. took a job um, to to work and help save some money for yeah. school and to just, he, you know, rather than sending him out to New York when things were so unknown, oh, man. he was, he, he wasn't eager to, to leave. He felt fine about taking a year and it's been wonderful. Yeah. Wow, that's a blessing. You know, spend more time with family. Yeah, we have huge. Yeah. Uh, we have a 19 year old son and a 26 year old oh. daughter, and um, having time with them when they're older like that is invaluable. It's you know it'll never be Mm-mm. the way that it is right now ever again. Yeah, and so I that was one thing that I really learned you know through this is like even though this is annoying and it feels like the longest day of our life this is only going to happen one time hopefully and we we're fortunate you know like we're all all of us here are fortunate with our health and our peace of mind and we all collectively went through something really horrific and hard to go through but we're here and so I, I just try to stay on that gratitude train and, and thinking about how fortunate we are that because our son graduated on in 2020. And yeah. so what do you do? There's no prom. Yeah. There's no graduation nope. ceremony. There's no, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they so, were getting ready for prom, buying yeah. a tux and everything oh, yeah. when all of a sudden you're not doing nothing. So, yeah, nothing. I, yeah. I just say that because I, you know, it, you know, having him to be able to take a gap year and to be home and like you have to be home is really special. Yeah. 
so yeah i mean those those live streams were really um really great um i i had been um, started doing some production work and actually right before lockdown i was in the studio you guys know who um reed jenauer is i know the name no he's um the assembly of dust yeah yeah yes yeah and a a strange folk Mm -hmm. and um so he he's a talented songwriter he's um from the east coast originally but he moved out out west some years ago and he asked me to produce his record and so we went into the studio i put together a band and and um that'll hopefully be coming out i don't know maybe sometime this year i hope so um but that was work that i could do down here you know at home some of the um extra recording that we didn't do in the studio and then um another production gig came up with a, a new band who was formed in quarantine there were some guys from different bands they're called Carita, and they're really good i'm super excited for that music to be heard and and for that band to play because they're that's going to be a really really neat um experience um so those kind of those are some of the things that also right. kept me musically busy so and then um what about green rustlers oh, what about right? What about that, Greenleaf? That wrestlers? happened we during had, this too, right? That was kind of in the midst. Um, no, that's that started in in 2018 at the beginning of 2018, really. Okay. And coming into 2020, the Black Crows were going to mm. start start up, right? So that was sort of already like, well, we'll see. You know, Chris is going to get really busy, and we'll see if we can put some put some shows in the mix, um, you know, either before he, he hits the road hard, um, or, or in between. And obviously none of that came to, so the, yeah, the wrestlers haven't played since the end of, um, 2019. Um, wow. Okay. So I guess I'm mistaken because I, from the library, the Henry Miller library, that's, that's old stuff then. Uh, the Henry Miller Library stuff that um, that happens in 2020 was a different band okay. that Chris put together with the guys from Beachwood Sparks. He put okay. together um, now Barry Sless, who plays pedal steel mm-hmm. in um, Greenleaf Rustlers, um, and a um, huge other right. litany of amazing um, people. Uh, he played in that as well as like Alex Coford. Um, was playing in that and um, uh, Ben Knight and um, those guys um, from Beachwood Sparks and Chris. So that was a different band. Okay. Okay. Another Chris side, you know, project. There's a lot going on over there. Yep. He's a busy guy. Yeah. So that, yeah. And that, that would technically be like a quarantine band because I think the first time they, they played once or twice. I don't know if they've just done a couple of gigs, but one of them was at Henry Miller. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you, you said that it fascinates you hearing how people pivoted, right? For me, it I'm fascinated by people's journey through this thing, like how their mental path through it, because for me, it, it was a is is. In the beginning, it was horrifying and horrific and terrifying and all that stuff. And and uh, 
And then not knowing what the feelings that I was having were, I just knew that I didn't feel right. And like coming through the other side of that and realizing that like I was grieving my life that I had before and, and not knowing that that was the thing that was happening. Then finally having that dawn on me and like, Oh shit. I'm like really sad. I lost this whole life that I had set up and now it's becoming something new and, and, uh, finding like different avenues of creativity, like the things that you're talking about, like singing with the kids and, uh, puzzles, puzzles and <laughs> all the mm-hmm. weird shit that we all did to keep ourselves busy and are doing still. And, uh, like fixing our studio up and stuff like that. And, uh, I'm just curious with you, man, like, if you don't mind talking about it, if you do, it's fine. Uh, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. How was your journey through it, like, mentally, you know? Because you got a family, too, and this was a big thing, and I think it's important for people to talk about it so that we don't feel alone. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. And there are definitely some, some, uh, you know, dark, dark moments for sure. And for all, on all different levels, just personally and globally and, uh, uh, even within the family. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it, it was, and like I was saying still is, you know, there's still lots of, you know, mysteries and unknowns of how things are, going to unravel um i think that i'll 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 speak to the things that i feel really helped me yeah good um um walking Mm. you know i live in an area where where i can walk um and and it's um there's a lot of trees and um so even just walking with my wife down the street um at night you know, it um, was really healing. Um, we'd talk, you know, some one night it would be my, I'd, I'd be the, the bag of wind, you know, <laughs> and she'd listen, you know, and I'd be, and then, you know, another night maybe, you know, it'd be her turn, you know, and then there's some trails that is, as the spring, you know, like a, about a year ago, exactly started getting into some of the, the trails around here that uh, again, you know, some of the things like Dave, schools was talking about stuff that we don't we don't get to spend that much time doing because we're always just in and out so much so i got a little more intimate with some of the really cool trails that were really steep so walking you know up steep trails and really it's amazing how um the the image that i have when i'm doing something like that where i I start like um gasping for air (laughs) and stuff like that it's almost like my thought i can almost see my thoughts sort of like like um what what's it called when skins like like sloughing off mm. you know like off of my head and they, they, all these thoughts would be into you know and, and it was it was um 
it was a good, like, um, it was good therapy, na- nature therapy, you know, yeah. for, for me. Um, and then, yeah. And, and coming down here and, and getting better at, at, you know, finding time to, to really sit and, and work in, in my little studio and get that up and running more so and, and communicating with friends that were mentors to me about how to, how to make my situation better down here and how to, you know, cause again, you just don't have time for that. I always wanted to get better at, at creating um, recordings in my own home, but never having that much time. Like when I was home, I want to be with the family, you know? So there's opportunities to, to have some time. And there was a lot of time of just laying there. You're like, believe me, I was, <laughs> wasn't like, Oh yeah. Motivated every time. day. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, over the, you know, and I look back and I go, cool, I did do some things, but there was a lot of time just laying on the floor, staring at the wall going, uh-huh, you know, so, and, and, and being fortunate to have, uh, three other people here that we could all kind of look after each other. Mm-hmm. Um, some, I would say the other thing that, that began helping a little later and, and it's always helped me um, in general is, so I've been work, I work with people with mental health and addiction problems. I've been doing that for professionally, um, you know, on the side for about 13 years. Um, and I do a music um I guess you can call it music therapy. Music therapists wouldn't want me to call it music therapy, but it, I use music in a, in a sort of process group setting um, at some treatment centers and I've been doing that for about 10 years. And that slowly, some of the places that I was, I kind of book them like gigs. I'm a contractor. So when I am on the road, I can kind of piece, piece them in. And so some of those, I, I was a, contractors are kind of the first to go anywhere. So I I lost those right away. But as those started coming back in, um, you know, that really, that, that work really keeps me in touch with my own mental health and my own recovery. Um, so that, that's been, that's been a, um, another blessing for sure that that work continues to be, in my life and I'm able to be able to be available and be of service in, in those kind of ways. And that, um, so I'd say that that's been a big help. That's a sure. hell that's, of a list, yeah. man. That yeah. y- y- you touched on several things that for me too, like walking with Mel at night with the dog, like that was, yeah. that was still is huge. It's um, huge, dude. It's simple. It's so simple. It's, and it's huge. right. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't why it, yeah, yeah, it feels good. You know, what's great was that I was always doing that with Darwin. And so Darwin's the dog, Darwin's the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was so great, whatever reason it was to be able to have Aaron join us. And I, I love nature. I, I love walking. I love running all that stuff, but there is something about your partnership when you're walking and you're just, like you said, kind of sloughing off that exfoliation of dead thoughts that we don't need yeah. that, you know what? Every thought is not a winner. We don't have to, <laughs> you know, like That's we don't have sure. to keep it. <laughs> that and, is for sure. Right. And so just walking and you're right. It's just like the most simple thing you could ever do. And honestly, breathing, walking and breathing, those two mm-hmm. things can change everything yeah game changers and i i mean (laughs) if 30 years in the music industry and and having success and raising a beautiful family is not like success enough you also deal with addiction and recovery and helping people and i 
I had my struggles back in the day when Mel and I met. I was homeless, strung out on oh, the street wow. of Vegas shooting heroin. And, uh, wow. you know, 10 years of that. And uh, so I get it. And uh, I'm just curious, man, like, what was that out of personal experience that you decided to give back to that thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was, I was uh, um, really young. I I didn't think I I was really young. (laughs) I was 25 when I, when I finally, you know, got, got some help and I felt like I was, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 50 next month. So I, I can say I felt like I was 50, but uh, I felt like I was older because I feel really good at, <laughs> at almost 50. Right. Um, but to put it another way, in my mind, if you ask me in those dark moments, and there, it was pretty much all dark moments leading, you know, within those last couple of years, um, if I was going to make it to 30, it was like, <laughs> probably not, you know. Um, and so... Um, you know, and, and it was, uh, it was everything. I mean, eventually the heroin was sort of the, the, the thing that, Oh, bing, the, 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 the bell ring, you know, but looking back and having the experience to sort of reflect on and, and studying addiction for a long time and working with hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, I started looking at my own journey of, Oh, I was always reaching for something you know, from the age of 14 or 15, you know, any, anytime I was doing something, it was always the most important thing. Well, we're going to go watch skateboard videos, but if there's not weed or beer there, then what are we doing? You know, and and then the other people weren't thinking like that. They were like, just happy to be there. We had a great day. We're tired. We skated. Now we're going to watch some videos. And I'm like, but who's got the weed? You know? (laughs) And it it was funny, which is great too. Like I I don't judge. Like I, 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 I'm happy when people can enjoy what they enjoy. Um, But it it was like, Oh, there's that pattern for me. But it, it, it actually, I'm not saying that I realized this, at 25. No, 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 no. I, I, I was thinking I that. You, I'm glad you yeah. went back to I'm like, dang, you are introspective. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I, thankfully, I was able to get my, my crap together and start, you know, realizing that that was going to be the, the way that I was going to survive and that I actually wanted to survive, you know. And so in, in the early days of recovery, um, that was a whole you know, that could be a whole other topic of trying to get comfortable playing the music we were playing at that time without a net, you know, oh, wow. and, and wondering and having this voice inside me, you're not going to be creative. You're not going to be able to improv. You're not going to be able to this and that, you know? So took that, that was, that's a whole other, you know, um, again, like a whole other show. Right. Um, but um, fortunately it kind of, I, I stopped, I didn't believe that, that voice so much. And then, um, um, I, I it wasn't, you know, a few years in, I started realizing when, when people saw that I wasn't getting high and wasn't using, and I was in the music industry, which is very rare and mm-hmm. bizarre. It's not as rare as you would think, but usually, you know, from the outside, you think it was rare. Mm-hmm. Um, people would come up, well, you know, I have got this and I've got that. And I never would tell people, I didn't want to you know, bum anybody's trip or that's not what I was there. I was just kind of taking care of trying to stay on my side of the street. But I found that I did have, um, I don't know what it, it maybe just cause I could listen to people or something, but I had a little bit of a knack for kind of talking to people and, and helping people out. 
Um, and so when my, you know, time went on and then when my son was young and we, the hips took a little bit of a hiatus, I went back to school to specifically study like addiction studies. Um, and so that, that kind of came together and then we started playing again and I found ways to work. And then in that early part, I was like, well, how am I going to combine music and recovery? Cause those are two things I felt really passionate about. And so I, I figured out someone put my feet to the fire A mentor was like, well, you got a group in two weeks, you better figure it out. And so that kind of was the impetus to me starting to do the like music recovery stuff. Wow. You know, we talked to Anders Osborne a bit ago and he mentioned, you know, just a little bit about his, you know, like how you can change yourself um, or not even yourself, but like how you can change from that into this other thriving person. And if you're, I guess my question is like, what prompted you to go to the addiction like to, to reach out like even further like not just to stop but like now I'm going to go to school for this maybe the time was right but what what was the passion or the drive behind that to make you want to do that well I think the main the main thing you know I hadn't someone asked me that kind of recently and made me had you know I had to stop and think about it but I do think it was a little bit of what I was saying is that um, before is that I found that I and, and the bottom line, it's as simple as I think it's as simple as I'm kind of good at listening to people. Mm. And what I've, mm. what the, the main thing that I see when I'm, when I meet with somebody or um, it's, they just want to be heard. And maybe for years they weren't being heard or they weren't afraid to be heard or something, you know, whatever it is. But I think that that was part of it. Like, oh, yeah, I can just kind of sit here and listen to people and not like make a bunch of comments or, you know, I do that too, believe me. I'm, <laughs> but, um, and so I think that was part of it. I don't okay. like that. I, there was kind of a knack and, and that people, for whatever reason, kind of felt safe in telling me stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm kind of good at this. So that kind of, piqued my interest in going and I also love I always like to read about psychology and okay. and whether it was you know fictional books that involved a lot of psychological sure. detail or also you know um it, you know educational books so that was another thing I was fascinated about um the the mind and how it works so me I think too, those are kind of some some of the things that got me down that road well wow. you said something while you were talking a, a, just a minute ago you said I, I just didn't listen to that voice as much and then you said I guess I'm a good listener and you're a musician for 30 plus years so, you are a good listener. so listening is a huge part of your communication um, in clearly multiple ways not just with you know listening to Tim and knowing when to play or you're, mm -hmm. you're doing it everywhere is this something you're aware of I am now. Thank you. <laughs> well, I just, because, I, I mean, you're like, I was going to say, well, how did you just not listen to that voice? You know what I mean? You're like, well, I just yeah. didn't listen that much anymore. But clearly. Well, listening that, to your own voice a lot of times is harder than. Yeah. You know, like clearly outside. there's a, there's something that you can do special with listening, whether it's turning it on or off. And it sounds like that's kind of like one of your superhuman strengths. Superpowers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I, I like that. I, and I, I think that that's definitely something to that for sure. Yeah. So 
you I know, I was just curious. Story. I was going to go well, talking about the musical therapy thing because obviously you, uh, Snarry Hang, um, you use music as therapy in this. It, it amazes me how many people. It makes me sad when I come across somebody that doesn't have music in their life. And there's a lot of people out there. Well, kind of like you said too, of, of people with addiction, especially don't think about like, you know, a lot of people don't have family and best friends and stuff. They don't have somebody to listen. So I, I, there's not really a question. I, it's just kudos to you for introducing that music. Cause that's the first thing I do when I hear somebody, they're like, Oh, I don't really like music. It's like, wait, 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 wait hold on. Can we talk? <laughs> Because there's got to be something, and, and usually you can find that in somebody, whether it goes back to childhood or whatever, and be like, okay, so you, your mom and dad used to have Elvis on in the background. You loved it. Well, start listening to Elvis again. Start sparking memories. It's Music is such an important thing in life. It's a life save. I know it's saved mine and Aaron's life. I'm it's, sure it has well, melted. It's given it, it, us a life. Not only has it yeah. saved it, but it's given you know, we'll us a life. To Greg. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. We, none of us would be here without it. You know, no, that, that's no. the truth I definitely of the matter. would not be sitting here no. without it. No, no, no way. way. Shape yeah. or form. It's, it yeah, I just on the heel, I, I think that that's really awesome that a musician is offering music therapy yeah. to people that were addicted. Something you know in your personally and also something that you took the extra mile to learn more about and that's that's super special greg like it really is like for the whole of humanity you know like i know you've played to hundreds and thousands of people but like it's probably those one or two 2015 people that you've really worked on that makes a huge impact so thank you just for that because that's a rad yeah it's just just awesome oh yeah thank you yeah for saying that and what, a- Apple, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What What you were saying is about um, people like th- that say they don't like music. Well, for instance, if I'm doing the music group, and it, of course you're in like, yeah, I come into a group and it's it's a therapy setting, and they they're in residential treatment. They, chances are they don't want to be there, or they're right. terrified sure. that they're there. And you know, one of the questions I might ask at the beginning is, you know, how's music played a role in your life, or something like that. You know. And oh no no, music's no big deal to me. Those are the people that are like end up at the end of the group playing a song for you and crying and saying, "This reminded me of my you know you, you know every, there's not, hasn't been one person the stodgiest why am I here person everybody music will it's in everybody everybody it's, it's, yeah. a, it's it fascinating yeah, the frequencies it don't lie man. They, the yeah, frequencies yeah. don't lie, it's, and we can try it. Oh no, no, I'm not. Yeah. You know? As the and hair is standing cool up on their arm, a lot. Yeah, a lot of it. You know, we listen to a lot of different music, and I work with adolescents, and there's a lot of music that that my old stodgy self would usually would have judged. You know, but you're listening to it in a totally different context, and all of a sudden you're you know you find yourself crying. And no, no offense to anybody that would say, but you find yourself crying to a Taylor Swift song or oh, something. Yeah. You know, oh. like so, something I know. I mean, she's fabulously talented i'm not saying but something that i might not ever listen to and i'm and we're in a moment and we're hearing it from through this person's experience and it's just like it's so cool that's oh like, yeah that's the best. i was gonna say now i got something to say this is gonna segue into something we haven't talked about yet uh yeah. Oh, yeah. one thing that's come up a lot and everything and this i i i'd listen to <clears throat> this is segueing into your your album your your solo album 
but the yeah. uh, the duet one one group that has come up a lot with us talking oh, to yeah. younger people, older people, and it's in one of the lyrics to the duet you did, Steely Dan. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, that is something that constantly comes up, and that was it's a the, huge. We're finding out it's a huge part of so many. It was my childhood, my dad too. in the seventies. <laughs> That was always yeah. on rotation and stuff, and it has come up so much like this year. Younger bands, older, and they kind of do it like it's like you know one of my favorites is Steely Dan. They kind of say it quietly, <laughs> almost like it's like a secret thing. And then I heard it in the lyric this morning when I listened to the duet. It was just like fucking Steely, there it is fucking again. Steely Dan, yeah. man. Just, Everybody needs to, to listen. <laughs> and it's kind of polarized too. Do you guys know people that just, oh I hate Steely yes. Dan, can't stand yeah. Steely mm-hmm. Dan? Yes. I have some like some good friends that will, will will say that you know, and everybody's got their own opinion and their own experience, and usually it has has to has to do with like the first time you heard it or or yep. the, all the different things around it. Right. But yeah, for sure, I, you're you're right. I, that uh, um, I've been hearing a lot more about Steely Dan lately. It's strange. Yeah. It's, and, it's uh, in the collective consciousness out there for some yeah. reason. I, the the duet that stuff that you did your it, solo stuff yeah, is it's so cool man it well the duets oh, the duets kind of doo-woppy he kind of has that and stuff and then your 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 album is thank you for you really put yourself out there like personal life sharing i was playing san felipe for yeah, mel to yeah, hear that was because i found so i found somebody who did a really good review of your album kind of broke it down about what it was about more and stuff oh, and like right that on. was about like cool. meeting your wife or or, uh-huh. be, or falling in love with your wife when you're on a vacation, and then the one with the kid, like close your eyes, we'll be there soon. Is about traveling with the kids. This is a very mm-hmm. personal look into your personal life that you're sharing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that? It, a, I think I think so. Yeah. Is that a 2020? Did you write that during all this? Is that part yeah, of this no, journey? No. So the album came out in 2020 in May. So it's yeah. almost a year old it's called mystic traces and i recorded it um in ojai and my friend scott hirsch who's a fabulous recordist and he's got his own records out and he's he's been a part of his golden messenger for a real long time okay he he engineers and um records most of most of that music and was in the band for you know one of the founders of the band um we recorded that down in in his studio in ojai um over starting in 2018 um, so those, but those songs were all pretty much written except for San Felipe, which was written a long time ago. And I had decided, I, I thought it would be really neat to have a duet on the album. Um, and that I always imagined and sang that song like a duet when it got to the females part, I'd go up an octave and, you know, and my wife would always laugh at me when I would do that. Like, Jesus, you know, you got to get someone else to sing that. I couldn't get her to sing it. Although that would have been ideal. She would have been able to do it too, I think. But um, yeah, so uh, those, those songs are all um, uh, pretty special um, to me. And yeah, there's definitely some, some like personal things. And there's also, you know, just a little more out there kind of, um, you know, moments of, of that, that, that aren't 
I don't have there's some personal stuff, but there's also stuff on there that's just a little more free form. Um, so I, I'm really happy with that album. I was hoping to tour for it, yeah. um, you know, in between hip shows and had a had a uh, idea of a band that would be going out. I did a couple shows like right at the beginning of the year. Alex Goford was with me. Scott was in the band. Brian Rashap, who plays bass with the hips, was with me. Sean Nelson, who's a great drummer, who played on um, the other duet that we were, we were talking about, um, uh, bound to fall. Right. Um, yeah. So it was, that's a little, I had quite a few friends that put out records, um, last year and we were all sort of like, wow, this is, this is not how we expected it. But, um, you know, it was still, you know, still well received and I was happy to, I'm happy to have it out. So my second, you know, solo album and, I'm proud of it. So you should be one of the and things there, that go ahead. Oh, I was just going to, there's also a very, there's, it's, there's kind of a tribute on there too, with Chamberlain's trunk, having Neil playing with you. Yeah. Uh, Neil Casal played electric guitar and sang harmony on that song with me. Um, he came into the, he was uh, living in Ventura and he was kind enough to come up and play that song. And then he played on the opening track, shoot the messenger he plays um, slide, electric slide guitar, okay. and it's just some of the finest slide tone. He came in, he brought a guitar up, but didn't have a, a rig, and he plugged into my rig and, and uh, my fat Jimmy amp and my pedal board and put some phaser on it, on his telly, and just started playing like, you know, a mix between Lil George and Ry Cooter, just the, the perfect slide that I love, you know. And uh, we went into the room, Scott went into the room to adjust the microphone, and we couldn't tell from out there. We, he had it so loud and it was just great. That's why he was getting, I mean, it's not why, but that was one of the reasons that tone was just so great. So what, what a um, treat to have him on the record. And the fact that that actually, you know, when, when we got the, the news, um, we actually happened to be mixing the song that day. No um, that was, that was um, just one of the many sort of devastating uh, feelings mm-hmm. throughout th- of that time, you know? Yeah. 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 Us too. Uh, it was a hard hit, but the, the music on that album is, uh, it's amazing. And it, it the thing that I l- love about it, like knowing the mother hip stuff and then putting that album on, I was like, Oh, this is, this is different. This is, you know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. it wasn't more the same. And like I said, at the beginning of the conversation, that's, that's the thing that like, I gets me off about music is when it's different and not everything you can't call what the thing is going to be. It's just going to happen. And you know, like know. grow up yeah. and change together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really for sure. Cool. And um, one thing, and I thought this is where you're going to go with it is you, when you said the music and, and you mentioned the album, but we were in, in speaking about Neil is like, how wonderful is it that that doesn't go away? Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. miss him, but yeah. his music gets to stay. Yeah. And, and we get to, we get to continue to hear all that beautiful music that he put out into the world. Or anybody who, who leaves, you know, um, the music doesn't go with them. So we get to we get to have that. Yeah, and that's a that's an amazing thing. Yeah, he was he was a special special. It guy, is an man. amazing he, thing. He made a yeah. indelible mark on me when we met him. Like he 
just with a simple conversation kind of changed the course of where I was headed just with a, <laughs> with a comment. Yeah. And like, um, I just, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, um, and then to go back to where you were talking about, I think that that's, that's one of the great things about being around for a long time yeah. is that you keep finding these new little paths or, or branching out from the mother hips world, which Tim certainly did before I did, you know, um, earlier in, in sort of in the late nineties, I think he had put out his first solo album. I didn't put anything out. I, I put like an EP out, a pur- the Purgatory EP in like 2001. And there was some stuff I had done at home and some stuff that I had done with uh, the old um, a guy who was in the band for a while, Paul Hoagland, and who produced the first couple albums, genius musician. And then I had a side project called Sensations. And as I think as the time went on, the evolution of my own vo- solo voice mm-hmm. you know, as an artist sort of is woven in and out of the mother hips thread, but to sort of become its own voice instead of, Oh, that, that's the other guy from the mother hips. Right. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you may not know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway. So Greg, you're not the other guy from that. No, you're, you're, <laughs> you're standalone, yeah, man. For sure. <laughs> I know. Thank you. So you Just wanted to remind you. Yeah. yeah. So you said that the, there's a new mother hips album coming out. It'll be the mm-hmm. 11th album. And eleventh uh, full length album, right? Yeah. And this is right around the time that that hipness will be happening. Hipsmiss, hipsmiss. Yeah. So, is there plans for a show at this point? You know, there there are plans for those shows to go on. They're on the books, but we just no, yeah. we don't know, right? No and knows. last year we went into the music hall mm-hmm. and we did a live stream from the venue um, with four people there, you know, two were crew and two were people running the operation. Right. <laughs> and maybe there were six people there, you know, in the whole venue. Um, so that was a very unique experience, but it was really cool that we were, we were still able to, you know, do the, the stream from, from the venue and we didn't have to miss out on that, even though people couldn't come. So we're really hoping another event that's a big, uh, Mother Hips family event is Hipnik. So the Hipnik is a festival that happens in Big Sur. And I think this is the 12th one coming up. And it's usually in May. It's usually right around my birthday. And it's it's been always super special for everybody. And everybody has their own reasons. But for me, it's my family's there with me. It's my birthday. It's really great. And it's in Big Sur. So it's oh, amazing. Yeah. So that is scheduled rather than in May in September. So we're, you know, we're in, that's outdoors at the Fernwood um, campgrounds and there's usually tavern shows. The tavern shows probably won't happen this year. Um, But so we have things to look forward to, but I think we've all learned that we got to be flexible and just see whatever's the safest, best way to approach the situation. And if things have to go on hold again, then we'll make that happen. But, um, you know, here's to... Here's to hoping that Here's to more. we you, start seeing some no, more I'm just live music from everybody. When, when, when is your birthday? I'm May 26th. Oh, uh, May 18th. May 18th. Okay. I yeah. turned 50 this year, too, in November. I'll be 52. <laughs> All right, man. We made see? it, brother. We yeah. made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I didn't think yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, 
I really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for hanging yeah. out with us, Greg. It's uh you know, it, it's just cool to to see you and and to get to know you a little bit and I know that the people that listen to this show are going to dig it and uh You know what yeah. what I found Greg that's really rad that you're a part of um what No Simple Road has done is really taken the um like it's made each individual human like like you were just we were just joking like oh the other guy from other hips being able to interview like everybody in the band either together or separately or because they're doing a solo thing or because right. the other ones weren't available or whatever we've mm-hmm. really been able to catalog some freaking amazing people and what they've done with their life like music is probably maybe the biggest thing but it's not everybody's only thing and we've gotten to hear so many things like your volunteering thing or like you know somebody's got a wine company you know and it's just um like for the music industry i feel like this is kind of like an encyclopedia look up this person (laughs) look up what dope stuff they've done personally and they were also a part of this thing too Mm -hmm. you know and so thanks for standing alone and telling us who you are for everybody out there who might be just a greg fan you know what i'm saying like that's a real thing and so i appreciate that that you're you spoke openly about addiction about your mental health during covid like your kids that's rad and it's unusual so thank you for doing that and being a part of the history of that absolutely and, and uh i appreciate the work you guys are doing and i've been following along and oh, thanks man. and it's it's awesome and and you guys are really easy to talk to and so <laughs> that makes it you know I, I i look forward to actually being able to do it in the same room yes hours for sure yeah, yeah. we we'll, keep saying that one and the one thing too like it's great to have you on because our our kind of hit list of the the jam band community you there's so many of you guys crosses over so much we've had yeah, so yeah. many of your friends on oh yeah and people you yeah. played oh, yeah. with and it's so cool to to eventually catch up with everybody and get to be back celebrating and hugging and dancing yeah, and sweating each other on and, and being there in person <laughs> until then man Take care. All right. Greg, you yeah, you guys. Thanks so much. For Thank having you. Yeah, enjoy, yeah, enjoy your family. <laughs> we'll break some okay. bread soon. Hopefully. <laughs> yes, for sure. Let's keep it, keep it in here. See if we can manifest it out there in the world. Right on, Greg. Yeah, Thank man. you, man. Take care, right. brother. We'll talk right. soon. Okay. Thanks, guys. What can I say? I'm so sorry. Take
a sweetie. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, never like. First of all, he looks like a certain actor, and I can't remember what his name is. Right He's now. reminded me of someone so since the, since last night and this morning, like listening to him and looking at pictures. He reminds me of some, and his calm. The album is even better it, after talking. He's like such a quiet. I love his per, he, voice. Quiet. His, no, it's it's his it's his demeanor. demeanor. Yes, it's his demeanor. Yeah, yeah. It's, Quiet's it, not the right word. No, he's not definitely quiet. not quiet. He, he's calm. Uh, yeah, calming. And he's that album's calming. calming. He's calming. He's like in control. That's what I felt when you played the, um, that song, San Felipe. San Felipe. I felt like relaxed and just, like and he says, "Oh, I should be kicking back in the hammock." Exactly. Like, wow. What a great guy. When when we schedule an interview, like I always have, I've seen pictures of them. You know, almost every time I've seen what they look like. Or we know their music or their comedy or the book, that whatever. Or you can read several interviews, right. whatever. But you never know what you're going to get. No. When you when that screen comes on, no. you're... Zoom think is about awesome. This. That's well, think all about, I got to say. But I think yeah. about this, too. Like, if there was a huge, like, wildfires, like there was, that would have been what we were talking about. Do you know what I'm saying? Or if there was, like, some weird crazy world shit we talk about that but like well there is some weird crazy there is world shit going on but what i'm saying is it's like each conversation is its own thing and so depending on the day and the time of year yeah, and what's yeah. going on we get to capture a little bit of that plus whoever they are yeah yeah it's like a little and present it, and it like that like that we're hearing this more and more it is i, I say the word before it's so flattering it's honoring when they listen no he was like he listens to us he was looking forward to talking to us he was like prepared ready to come on our show and he looked nice and looking forward yeah, to man. it yeah, we got to see that, studio that, that means the world it does it, and not for nothing but like mother hips fans it's are, like a cult following like right grateful like, dead fans yeah like, it is like a cult following it's a thing and i get it i get it like that's after talking to him I wanted and to, Tim, I what about to, Billy Isn't Kramer? Thinking, yeah, am I thinking of the wrong thing? What no. about it? What about him? I felt like they were connected. I, they are. Okay. I don't remember how, but they are. Did Billy not play with them for? Uh, maybe. Okay. I'm. So, I, uh, there's something in there. There's something, something in there. there. Yeah, I just. I, I'm with you. Mel. I wanted I, to ask, but I forgot connect. until just right now. And okay. I also wanted to ask at one point. Be like, I'm sorry to interrupt, Greg, but can you hear Darwin snoring on your end? <laughs> <laughs> well, at one moment there, he, would do, he just he's dreaming. He's dreaming. He's twitching. He just barked. Well, he doesn't. I was I was shaking his leg oh, and that shaking. and that. Uh, can you imagine nah. like that kind of sleep? And he does it within like thirty seconds. Yeah, he's out in the middle of a room with lights on everywhere, us talking, and he's just like, mm -hmm. that's, "That's safety." Like a kid. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> that's safety. That's like when you're a kid. He's in the safety nest completely. And there's circle no, of like, trust. Think about this. So, when people ask me about like what my best idea of sleep is, right, or like. My memory of the best sleep ever is as a kid in the car, in the back seat, laying down in the back seat of the car oh, okay. with at night on the way home from like 
a party or or not maybe not a party or like a long day at the, the beach, beach or yeah. an amusement the park beaches, or an amusement yes. park or something like yeah and you're fucking exhausted and and you're sugared out and, you, and yeah. you're crashing and you fall asleep <laughs> but like you're not you're a kid so there's no like I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, there's, there's no impending no thing the next day. There's no like thoughts of anything. You're just like, mom's going to carry me in the house. Dad's going to carry me in the house when we get home. Um, I just had the best day ever. And you don't even think that. You just feel, you just know. You it. just feel, yeah, yeah, it's there. You're in that comfort. Oh, that feels what good to remember. Where's that drug? Oh, no. <laughs> you take this pill and you'll feel like you're cocooned in the backseat driving home from SeaWorld after a long day of funnel cake and fun. I hate to tell you this, Apple. It's called meditation. That's the name of that drug. It's, like, it's about as close as you're going to get as an adult. I don't know. All right. Well, there you have it. Greg, there. you killed it. Yeah, yeah we killed Thanks, it, Greg. Man. Thank you for having us happy into your 30th studio. Happy 30th anniversary and happy 50th happy anniversary. 50th birthday. Yeah. Man. It's and, his 50th and anniversary. And happy, happy enjoying your family. Yeah, man. That, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. They're joining him singing. I love that part where he's like, and then I went and played a show and everybody's like, where's, <laughs> where's the, the band? Where's the rest of the band? That's boring. See, I like that he even called it out too. He's like, I don't want the live stream. <laughs> and then next thing you know, live streams are great. He's they funny. are great. It is what we need to do. Mm. We do have to evolve, but it's funny to hear from somebody who's like almost like obligated to do it. Like, I don't want to do that either. Okay, fine. I'll do it. And then, and then <laughs> they find the good and then in it's it. Good, and yeah. then we're like dressing up the studio. Mm. Well, remember Keller Williams? He said that too. He was like so excited that that was his Friday night. That he's was his thing to it. do, you know. Well, I guess so. he's and you know what? Now. Musical therapy, yeah. no matter how it's done. Yeah, music is therapy. That's true. So there you it is. For, Listening, you can pick playing. up a kazoo and go skip down the street by yourself, and that's going to be therapy. For oh, sure. yeah. Okay, that right there is kazoo. definitely therapy. Anytime you, <laughs> yeah, you down the street, a kazoo. You can't play a kazoo sad. Uh-uh. No, it doesn't work. It, then it's still funny. No, that's funny. like, oh, that's taps on a kazoo. That's cute. Uh, oh, all right, everybody out there, take care of each other. Hydrate. Thanks for listening. Safety third. Love one another. Wear plant, your seatbelt. Plant something. Wash your hands. That's a good one, Apple. Plant something. Yeah. And hug somebody that you don't have to six feet distance from. They probably need it. Yeah. Or your pet. More than ever. Yeah. They do. It's true, man. It's true. One of my coworkers, you guys know who he is. He, you know, single guy, lonely guy through this whole COVID. And sometimes a hug really literally will just make someone's day. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's d- all I'm going to say. Right. I, I agree. And don't forget that Jesus was an alien. We'll be back next week with more stuff and things. And we'll see you soon. We love you guys. Peace. Peace.
well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that make titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.